Ladies and gentlemen, how are we doing today? I hope you're well. I'm actually uh, pretty solid, and I'm not just talking about my muscles here. Um, you know, I I am wearing what I'm wearing. If you can't see me, I'm wearing a black, I guess you will call it, do they call them wife beaters? You know, you ever just, you ever just pop them good right in the chin? That's what they call them. Uh, thinking about changing my attire here, but that's not important. What's important is, man, I, um, I've i just been, you know, still on this steady grind. I've got some, some things to share this week, and uh, I think that it'll be a pretty solid one. So, uh, yeah, so I know I talk about, like, oh, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I'm sober, and, uh, yeah. It's pretty cool. I'm going to talk about that a little bit. Also, um, what was the other thing? Uh, shit. Oh, yeah. I, try, I wanted to uh, buy like a little vape stick today. I was really considering buying more uh, vape pod jewels, but uh, I didn't. And it was really tough. It wasn't easy, but I, uh, I definitely didn't do it. And uh, so I'm sort of sticking with that. And uh, what else? So, yeah, the whole, like, not drinking thing. Um, I started it, like, last year sometime. And uh, it's pretty solid. Uh, the reason I bring it up is I found some old voice memos of... Um, I used to go to this, uh, I guess it was, like, a, a recovery thing, I guess. I mean, it wasn't AA, but it was some form of... Uh, you go there and, like, get treatment I don't even know the whole thing was like you gather around in a circle and um you guys just talk you know there's a group leader and that's sort of where this whole recording I have a recording of it it's where it all kind of began so we're all sitting in a group it's probably only like maybe four or five of us in a group leader we're all just sitting in a circle like um the leader will pass questions on to each of us and it's just how it is but I found a little funny voice memo of like, I think it was the first day I ever went to it. So here it is. Um, group leader and she would ask us shit. We just have to answer. But so it was me and two other people. It was a man and a woman and they were black and they were fucking hilarious. Oh my God, dude. That black dude was fucking killing me. He started off talking about his story back when uh, I guess he got arrested or felony one, I don't know what it was, but he said he was in the in the jail or whatever, and they keep you somewhere for like two weeks in isolation. But he was like staying next to some, I guess a white dude because he was on like, this is how he said it. All right, he said, I was staying with dude. He was on a heroin. You know, he'd be sick and shit, throwing up in the officer come by he said you gonna help him i said i ain't touching dude <laughs> true story oh that's the way he described it made me shit my pants and then the lady was fucking funny too but she bro she works at some like old nursing home the the, the black lady she's got really short hair and um she was saying she works at a nursing home and there was this older man there, like, she was doing the motion with her hand, like, doing a little jacking off thing. So I started, like, listening in. I was like, she's not about to talk about this. But she was, like, saying it like this. Like, um, she said this dude was, like, or this other lady was giving her shit at work about this uh, patient at the nursing home. And apparently he just sits there all day fucking butt-ass naked and just fucking wax off. And she... <laughs> And one of her coworkers was giving her shit about, like, how she handled it or something. But she was just describing it like, yeah, he was in his birthday suit. And he's got his little turtle head out, you know. He's, you know, jacking off. And she's like, you know, I, I, I've been groped before. It ain't new. She's like, I've been bent over and spanked at work, you know. You know, they try to grab a titty one time. She's like, go ahead, grab the titty. You can't take it with you. <laughs> uh, I was fucked. 
And that's a true story. Uh, that was the first day I went to that little recovery plant, whatever you call it. I was only there for a, for like a week because I was, I was doing better. You know, I, I came in first like, oh, this shit ain't going to help. You know, I still want to go drink and turn up. But no, this lady, uh, you definitely give her props. She was, uh, she reminds me, if you know Melfi from The Sopranos, it's the uh, psychiatrist psychologist whatever um but yeah she reminded me of her every time i went in there i just kept thinking of melfi but uh she she definitely helped uh she gave us sure she, i mean she gave me tools that really um that really got me to just be like okay with with how i with sobriety right now just like chilling not needing to drink and it's pretty solid i mean yeah and um yeah, so I started recording like voice memos every day because I thought it was going to be horrible. I thought it was going to suck getting up at 10 a.m. Oh, my God, 10 a.m. every day, going to these meetings for two hours. And it was actually pretty fun. I mean, I didn't like getting out of bed, but that was before I got out of bed <laughs> early in the morning. Now I get up at like 6 or 7, but it's not important. Um but yeah, I do have like probably like 20 different voice memos. Um, and let me, I mean, we could have some fun, play one or two more, some short ones. I'm not sure. Here we go. Back to this fucking. Oh, sh this gay ass morning meeting. And, um, uh, well, I'm. Really hoping that there's not a group today, not a group of people, so I can only be here for an hour and I can fucking leave. So we'll see, because yesterday, or uh, Monday, there were only two people and it was th both their last days. So. Alright, so that was before, I think I, 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 re I recorded afterwards, too. Anyways, yeah, that's so... Uh, What's, what's going on? I'm trying to get some Starbucks after this. <laughs> Probably go home, fuck with the grass, even though it don't need to be cut. Hey. No. So, yeah. Might go home, fuck with the grass, even though it don't need to be cut. This was a year ago. In fact, I believe it was exactly one year ago. Kind of crazy. <gasps> Yo, that was a... Uh... I'm leaving now. It's fucking 1 p.m. now, but man, that's a pretty good meeting. I, there was no one there at first. And the See, you know what I mean? I always go in like, oh, fuck this shit. And I always come out like, eh, it wasn't that bad, you know? Here we go. Then she was going to say, like, we're going to do a quick solo session or whatever. But then this guy walked in. I was like, damn, man. But no, no, I'm actually glad that he did because... And he was talking about he's got problems with um, weed, alcohol, like. Hold up, is this the crack one? Beer, and then like, uh, cocaine and crack. Oh. Like damn, he's talking about like. Shit. He's got problems with coke and crack, and like he just wants to get high and uh, play chess, like smoke weed, play chess, and. Um, Turn here, making me go straight on this damn road. I'm about to turn in, you know. It's a oh, one-way fuck. But yeah, man. I'm actually kind of glad, though. I'm kind of glad about that. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't. It really wasn't. Um, I think that was really... I mean, that's the gist of it, you know. Uh, there might be a little piece at the end. But bullshit. So yeah, and I... Fucking did a whole circle. I can't even go this way. God damn it. One ways, motherfucker. Yeah. Getting some coffee. Let's get it. Oh, yeah. And to add on to that, I was going to say, I got to cut the grass. <laughs> That's really it. It don't even need to be cut. Bro, it don't even need to be cut, bro. Why you cutting it then? And, uh, you know, my mom's just like, looks like hillbillies live here. I mean, she didn't say it like that, but, you know, it looks hillbilly, you know, but yeah, man, and I'm seeing a lot of Biden fucks. Seeing <laughs> All right, uh, we're just gonna, we're just gonna skip on through this one. Learn about martial arts, I thought, and that's what I told her. 
So we'll see. Or pick up, like, weird-ass hobbies. But I think I could turn martial arts into, like, a hobby. Once these damn fucking gyms start opening, we'll see. But, yeah. This was right in the heart of COVID time, baby. That's one important thing to mention. Hi, so it's about 417. <laughs> you guys don't need to hear any more of this. Uh, those are the only ones that I think stuck out that I copied. Um, maybe this one has something. I don't know. 12 p.m. on a Tuesday. I actually didn't watch that movie last night because, I don't know, it wasn't that entertaining. But it's probably something I'll watch in the future. <laughs> what fucking movie, bro? It's kind of strange because Paul Newman, Tom Cruise are in it. Oh, The Color of Money. Okay. And uh, it's a fucking Martin Scorsese film, so, you know, you expect it to fucking grab your attention. But anyways, didn't finish that. I ended up just fucking listening listening to Joe Rogan last night. But right now, I'm going to go get some coffee and work on my own podcast. (laughs) Uh, Five hours later. Right now, I'm about to head to work. All right. I mean, bro, fuck you. Like, that shit's retarded. But yeah, man, I would just, there's probably some gold in that damn, I'll have to go through those memos, there's about 15, 20 of them, but uh, yeah, those are probably pretty solid, you know, I was just in a different headspace, still working on the podcast, see, I was still grinding it out, still talking about, you know, the gotta do the podcast, you know what I'm saying, so fuck it, keep grinding it out, um, Damn, those were actually really funny. I don't want to keep playing them, but god damn, those were fucking funny. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I was going to talk about, yeah, so quit drinking. Why did I quit drinking? What was such a big deal about me drinking, man? It was causing problems in my life. It got to a point where I actually was binge drinking, and I was just... You know, there's a point where... And actually, a lot of my drinking I did alone... Uh, which I don't really say, but yeah, I was actually done alone, you know, not always, but the majority of it, you know, and it also, you know, through Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, the first few days of the week, I wouldn't really drink, but once Thursday came around, I was like, all right, time to get started, you know, the weekend's coming tomorrow, so I would, you know, it started out with on a Thursday night, I would go and get maybe a six pack. It started out with a six pack and eventually maybe, you know, some months go by, I start going and get an eight pack and time keeps going by. Eventually I'm just up to like a 12 pack on a Thursday night by myself in front of the TV killing 12 beers and that's probably not a good spot you want to be in, at least from like an outsider's standpoint. If you see this man sitting on the couch at 10 p.m. or whatever, drinking 12 beers, and then getting up the next day and being hungover and just not even drinking water the night before because I was just retarded. I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to just drink 12 beers and I'll be cool tomorrow. Fucking, yeah. But no, that's how it how it was. And then, so that would be like Thursday night. I'd pregame a little bit. Friday, kill a 12-pack, easy. That's easy money on a Friday. It's almost like you're not drinking anything under a fucking 12-pack on a Friday. And sometimes I'd be alone. Sometimes I'd have buddies to drink with. And yeah, so I mean, that was a Friday night, Saturday. Would probably wouldn't go as hard on a Saturday. I would I would still drink, but I would hold back a little bit. And then some Sundays I would get a little uh get a little crazy. I would just start day drinking. Um, I just remember going to the store buying like a fucking twelve pack of Budweiser and uh, cans and throwing them in a backpack and just uh, going out for a fucking walk, like going out in the woods and just killing a twelve pack. I mean, not gonna lie, looking back on it, Budweiser tastes good, man, I just gotta say it, but just killing those on a, um, killing those out in the wilderness, fucking, 
I think I would try to like film videos, but I would get so retarded. I, I would actually film some shit, but then I would look back at it and be like, bro, I was fucking saying some retarded shit. I was drunk. So go in the woods, drink beers out of a backpack. And yeah, I would be by myself, but that'd be my Sunday. And then um, it was definitely a vibe on its own. I mean, Sunday already brings a vibe, but when you include fucking alcohol and even drugs, I wasn't doing drugs, but just saying, if you include those types of things, it's going to take that vibe and run with it. But it's kind of crazy. I'm sure there's someone out there who's like, wow, what the fuck? Sitting at home on a Thursday night killing a 12-pack. That's what you were doing? Yeah. And didn't look at it as a problem. Uh, Didn't, you know, I'm just the type of person to drink alone, and it's not a big deal. Uh, I would just, I don't know, some people are like, well, you drink alone. What the fuck? Like, yeah, I don't think that was the real issue. I think just like, overdoing it you know 12 is a little bit much you know maybe you have three on a night two or three that's a that's a solid you know you can do that you can be by yourself have a few glasses of wine have a couple beers watch tv sports blah 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 the issue is just the amount i was just overdoing it and then when you overdo it you just, you make bad decisions because you're too fucked up to think straight. You're not really you when you're under the influence of 12 or so Budweiser's. You're kind of just like, uh, you're not you. You're just a thing. And that thing is like fucking slumped over, fucking like, ugh, ugh. And man, if I were to like smoke some weed after that, I'd probably be fucking faded spinning and shit but yeah man that was that's where and it was just causing a problem it was just it became a problem uh, where i'm like yeah it's uh not not looking good but right now i'm solid i don't think i would be right where i am right now if i were still doing all all that shit every night probably wouldn't have a solid uh, job or probably wouldn't just be healthy in general working out I would most likely have a bit of a gut if I'm drinking every night so that's always nice and the other thing is fucking hangovers man no having no hangovers is probably like gotta be the number one thing it's like wow I can get up hop straight out of bed my head doesn't hurt I don't feel like shit I don't have to shit and wow I'm not hung over wow this is actually pretty nice. So yeah, that's that. And yeah, it was really, it was alcohol that was all the problems. I don't think weed really, you know, I mean, how high can you fucking get on weed? How how dumb can you get, you know? But that was that. Was that. Um, see, what did I start with? I thought there was another thing besides the drinking. But yeah, man. What's up with you guys? Fuck, I don't... I, f- I forget what I want to say, and then it, it drives me nuts. I wonder if I have any fucking funny voice memos here now that I got it out. Alright, I found one more funny voice memo. I think I was actually... I think I was rapping in this one or freestyling. Happy birthday to the Pope. Gotta hope, wait, don't know. Hey, Charlie, I'ma fucking pour water on you, bro. Here you go. Um. Uh, <laughs> um. I just put water in his mouth. That he liked it. He fucking liked it. Um. I just poured water in my dog's mouth. Apparently, that was pretty sick. Um. Uh, yeah. I used to freestyle a lot of my voice memos. I. I wish I could find them. All right. Anywho. Yeah, those were just some random fucking voice memos. Uh, Yeah, and I just want to say, like, I'm doing pretty solid. I feel good putting in the hard work. I I don't want to talk too much about it because, like, I don't want to flex. Like, big deal. You should be doing hard work. You should be fucking disciplining yourself actually i know 
So last uh, last time, I was talking about that uh, that book I was reading, you know, Jocko's book, and I took some screenshots of the pages that really stuck with me, um, and don't have the book in front of me, but I got the screenshots. Uh, he says this thing about discipline. People look for the shortcuts, the hack. And if you came here looking for that, you won't find it. The shortcut is a lie. The hack doesn't get you there. And if you want to take the easy road, it won't take you where you want to be. Stronger, smarter, faster, healthier, free. There's no easy way. The only... There is only hard work, late nights, early mornings, practice, rehearsal, repetition. There must be discipline. Discipline, the root of all qualities, the driver of daily execution, the core principle that overcomes laziness and excuses. Discipline defeats the infinite excuses that say, not today, not now. I need a rest. I will start tomorrow. Now that stuck with me this whole book is about discipline and just like it's not gonna be fucking easy you gotta put in the work and you know you might have heard that a lot before and it's it's pretty common like yeah discipline discipline but like when you're actually in the moment and you gotta fucking like get out of bed or go to bed early or start a workout or force yourself to eat good and not eat shitty even when you want to eat eat you just want to keep eating you want to eat dumb shit and this book was helpful i mean i read it with some friends and uh uh so you know i discussed a tiny bit with a with a friend you know shout out to uh the uh the number one listener of this podcast. I'm not gonna say their name, but they know who they are. Shout out to you. That was quite the shout out. How about that? Yeah, this book really stuck with me pretty hard because like I can be lazy. I think that's really my whole thing is I can be super lazy. And I um here's another one. Yeah, I can be lazy, bro. And we all can. And the bottom line is if you're not going to go and do it, it's not going to get done. If you don't go and fucking do it, if you want to do something, go do it. Go do it. You want to write a you want to write a song, go do it. You want to fucking get on stage, go do it. You want to do it, go do it. Okay? And here we go. What was, where was I at? Oh, fuck. Negative people. Okay, this is cool. A statement that will likely, blah, 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 negative people. Um, okay. While you are over there watching me, talking about me, I'm working. I'm working hard. I'm taking things to the next level. You keep gossiping, I'll keep working. You keep talking smack, I'll keep working. You keep chattering about things, guess what I'll do? I'll keep working. You keep focusing on what everyone else is doing. You should ignore and outperform. Get up while the enemy is still in bed and get after it. Get up at fucking 4 a.m. and stretch. Stretching is so important, just in general. Um, aside from this book, like, stretching should be a damn part of your fucking exercise um it's a damn it feels good stretching has so many benefits i don't know anything about it but it feels good it can make you taller if you stretch get a couple inches it's great for your body and it's just it's awesome so yeah and let's see here where does discipline come from i'll just i won't read too much out of this book but just a little bit, so you, so you get the gist of it. Where does discipline come from? Well, that's a simple answer. Dif discipline comes from within. Sure, you can have discipline imposed on you by a person like a drill instructor, but the but the reality 
is he won't give you real discipline because that external discipline is not strong. It will not survive. What you need is self-discipline. And that is the very term uh, self-discipline comes from the self. You. It comes when you make a decision to be disciplined. When you make a decision to be better. <clears throat> and that's what this whole thing is all about. When you make a decision to do more, to be more, self-discipline comes when you decide to make a mark on the world. If you don't think you are disciplined, it is because you haven't decided to be disciplined yet. It is because you haven't created it yet. It is because you haven't become it yet. So where does it come from? It comes from you. So make the decision. Become the discipline. Embrace its cold and relentless power. And it will make you better and stronger and healthier. And most important, it will set you free. That's the, I think that's the name of the book, um, Discipline Equals Freedom. And I think he's on to something with that. Not 100% sure. But yeah, I would say that uh, discipline is pretty much the answer to, to life, man. You got to fucking get up. And you gotta do it, but most, even more importantly, I think is um, disciplining yourself, but not like not having to tell the world that you're doing so. Like, keep your head down, work on yourself, and just you know, if you feel like you need to tell someone something, just fucking keep a journal. Just write about, I guess, your feelings for the day or what you've accomplished. Uh, how many sets, how many reps you've done or whatever, something like that. The whole point is like, you don't need this fucking validation. Just do it for you because it's going to set you free, is what Jocko says. But in my opinion, it's just going to make you better and stronger because if you discipline yourself, I mean, obviously you're going to be better and stronger, you know. And discipline is doing the work. But with good work comes good results. So you want something in life, you have to go and fucking get it. And it's not going to be easy at all. But it's going to feel great doing so. Or at least the results might feel great. But even, you know, you, you do something you didn't want to do. You, you, you're proud of yourself. And that's what it's all about is uh, taking ownership of your life. And I'm not trying to quote it too much, I'm trying to put it in my own words, but like, yeah, dude, get up, get after it, <laughs> get after it, you know, do those workouts, you know, even the tiniest little workouts better than nothing, you know, uh, start somewhere with your diet. I'm sure it could be improved. You know, there's, we all have room for improvement and this this book just sort of puts everything into perspective. At least it did for me. It's like, oh, okay. It's a it's a great reminder to uh, to know what to focus on, and it, it it reminds me a lot of this book called The Art of or The War of Art, where that book I actually talked about it a while ago, um, where it talks about this thing called resistance and like. You know, we always want to go with the path of least resistance. So um, the hard stuff we don't want to do, you know, we want to take the easy route. And the thing about that is if you know something's hard, you know you should do it, but you don't want to do it, go and do it. Because the harder option, the, the harder choice is the right choice. The path with the most resistance is the right choice. But it's not going to be fucking easy. It's going to be bumpy. It's going to be bumpy, but the reward in the end is going to be so much worth all the hard work. And I'm slowly finding that out. One thing, I don't even know if, if Jocko mentions it, is patience. There should be a huge fucking page on patience if there's not... Just like getting up and doing it every day, every single day, and not burning out and being like, oh, why the fuck am I even doing this? It's like, 
I haven't gotten the results yet. It's like, yeah, dude, fucking patience. Shit takes time, bro. I've said it before. Like, you can't make a baby overnight. You can't fucking get jacked in a day. You just, you, it takes time. You can't lose 100 pounds in a day. Even if you tried as hard as you wanted to fucking try, you couldn't do it. It takes time, and time takes patience. That's, that's my, that's my point. Is, goddamn, you gotta stay patient. You just gotta keep working hard and know in your heart that, yeah, one day this is gonna fucking pay off. And, um, that day might not be today, it might not be tomorrow. Might not even be next year. But it is coming. Because all that hard work is going into something. But if you're just sitting around being lazy, then just kind of wasting time and yeah you'll have short-lived happiness you'll have like happiness for the moment like oh i get to sit home and play fucking video games and jack off all day i feel great but then once you know once you come back to reality or you get hit in the face with reality you're like oh shit i spend all this time playing video games or whatever and uh it's your choice to get up and keep the train rolling in the right direction or sit down and fucking really have nothing to show for it i think that's the thing and it's fine if you want to do that like it's your life but for me i don't want to have nothing to show for 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 what i've done you know i've and i'm starting now so it's it's a whole patience thing with me too you know i'm in it do with the whole patience thing like yeah it's gonna take some fucking time wherever any of my ventures in life go it's gonna take some time but i believe the payoff the reward will be worth it and i'm hoping to be happy and i'm hoping to be free but you can only be free with discipline okay jocko jocko said it so it must be true he's on to something i mean I'm not here to fucking suck his dick and say, oh my God, your book's amazing. But goddamn, there's some good principles in there and some some things that I apply to my daily life every day. So get up, get after it, wake up before the enemy and uh, pretty much tell everyone to suck your dick if you have to. But like be have, you know, be nice to people. But like if people aren't benefiting you in any way, if you need to cut some people off, fucking cut them off and actually i think he's got a chapter here i took a picture of it i might have even just read it did i read it one second here there's a specific page on oh yeah i literally already said this ignore and outperform people you know just keep your head down who cares about what they're talking about what they're gossiping about they're they're a waste of time they have nothing better to do but to fucking focus on you. So, I mean, as they should, you're a fucking badass person. But the point is, keep your head down, put in the hard work, and outperform your competition. And really, they shouldn't even be competition in the beginning. Because most people who are gossiping or whatever they're doing, talking shit about you... You're already laps and miles ahead of them. So they shouldn't even matter. They shouldn't be on your radar. That's my piece. That's what I've got to say. And solid book, you know, save up your money. More importantly, I think, you know, saving money's nice. You know, you got it when you need it. And then you spend it if you need it. And this is the part where I'm at right now is invest it invest it find ways to invest it uh, because it's the it's really the best way to just expand your money you know if you got money you can make some more you can triple your money by investing it or whatever you know you can make your money do do lots of tricks if you if you if you uh invest it correctly if you spend it right saving is good but like you can do that you can uh you know, times three that money if you just invest it properly. You can times six that shit if you really fucking do it. Yeah, that's where I'm at figuring out what I want to really invest in. It doesn't necessarily have to be stock market or crypto. Um, it could be, you know, 
assets such as cars, equipment, clothes. I mean, clothes and expensive shoes are they're assets. I mean, you could definitely keep them, resell them, maybe even make profit. So really, yeah, clothes can be an investment if you know, if you understand it. You know, with the whole fashion world, I don't. 100% understand the fashion world and why people will pay $300 for a Supreme t-shirt that is literally just a white cotton t-shirt. But, you know, why do people buy NFTs? Why do people spend a million dollars on virtual things? You know, and that goes along the lines of virtual, you know, why do people spend money on in-game like video games such as Fortnite where you can upgrade your character. Why do you need to upgrade your character? And why why? That like that money's going straight to the game and nothing changes. You just have a different looking character. Your your dude's got a fucking new t shirt. It doesn't help you anyway. Like even if you're looking at it from like, oh it's gonna help me in the game, it's not even gonna help you. It's like, bro, you're just shitting your money out. Why are you why? Why? You know, people just... And you can't get that back either. I mean, NFTs, you could resell them. But once you put money into Fortnite, it's kind of like, well, say bye-bye to that. That was just an example. I mean, fuck, I don't know. Fuck Fortnite. But, uh, yeah, invest your money solidly. Keep learning. That's another, that's another piece. Keep fucking learning. You know, knowledge is important. You know what knowledge is? And, uh, yeah, I think that's, that's solid, man. That's solid. All right, so we've got until the GoPro dies. Anyways, my boy John Core, man. You know John Core? He was on the, uh, the John Core cast. I believe that's Office Podcast 52, if you were looking for it. My boy got married, and I'm just like, whoa. I was at his wedding. It... Now, let me talk about the wedding, man. The ceremony, which is unlike any other ceremony I've ever seen before in my life or experienced. You know, I come in there. I got my suit on, me and young Jordo, and we're chilling. We're sitting down, waiting for them all to come in. And uh, and I was cracking some jokes because, you know, you got to laugh sometimes. And... uh. Jordan's like, dude, it's about to start. Shut the fuck up. And then all of a sudden, the uh, presider comes in. Uh, he wasn't a priest. He was some sort of wedding ad- administrator. But um, he comes in and he's like, everyone, turn your cell phones off. If your neighbor sitting next to you doesn't stop talking, just elbow him in the gut. And blah, blah, blah. We'll get started. I'm just like, cool, okay, that guy was cracking a joke or so. Like, cool, he's breaking the ice. And um, so about 10 minutes go by, John comes in looking like a beast. His wife comes in looking like a sleigh. And it starts. And so the presider guy, he's just like going at it again. Like the best, best way I could describe it is he was doing a comedy. It seemed like a bit. The whole wedding seemed like a bit. He was like, all right, John, do you take this girl to be your wife? And just know that I've been with my wife 40 years and there's definitely some ups and downs. Just throughout the whole ceremony, it was stuff like that. And his voice never really changed. It was always that monotone. So it seemed like a bit. The best way I could put it, it seemed like almost a a Norm McDonald bit, maybe... Maybe a little different, but it was weird, man. I'm just like, this is, this is a wedding. I mean, it was fun as hell. It just threw me off guard. Like it was, it was really funny, but I was like, I'm not even real right now. Where am I at? Like, is this real? Like I literally turned to Jordan sitting next to me like, is this real? And, uh, the whole ceremony probably lasted like 15, maybe 20 minutes at the most, at the very most. And, um, dude, it was funny as hell, but like the whole time I was just trying to understand the concept. Like, why is this guy doing a bit the whole time? Like what's going on? But yeah, 
that was the wedding. And then, you know, beforehand, I didn't mention, uh, Jordan, Jordo went to this hotel and, uh, well, he pre-gamed with his boys there and, uh, I just kind of chilled out, watched him. And then, you know, we get on the party bus and everybody's like, everybody's packed in there, you know, they got their beers and their whatever. It was nice. And the wedding happens. So then after the wedding, after the wedding, man, started out, you know, they're like, all right, open bar, everybody get your drinks. And you know me, I was just, I was down in them Cokes, just, uh, you know what I'm saying? Straight Coca-Cola. Shit was good, but not good for you. And uh, so eventually they're like, oh, oh, all right, take your seats, guys. And, you know, they brought us into the table tables there. The, and um, we all had assigned seats. Sat by actually some pretty cool people. Honestly, I didn't know the people at first, but they were really cool. And um, they brought us salad, which was good. They had chicken, some sort of steak thing. It wasn't like steak. It was, I forget the name of it. Uh, they had, you know, some solid green beans and almonds and uh, some mashed potatoes. And it was fucking, it was good shit. It was, it was good shit, man. And then, oh man, I should have got more dessert. I cut out of there like a little bit early, probably not really not that early. It was probably about to end anyway, but I I only got like one little piece of cake and, uh, cause I was so focused on, um, I was like, I need a cigar, man. I need a cigar. You know, I'm at a wedding. I'm in a suit. I need a fucking cigar. So and the thing about the fucking venue is it was literally right above a jungle gyms store. And I'm just like, whoa, literally, literally right underneath us was a store that had a cigar shop. So I go in the cigar shop and that fucker was like a little tiny room, um, very tiny room, but like ass load of cigars and the smell was super strong in there. And, uh, I was getting a little woozy. I was like, whoa, is this like my head started spinning a little bit. I'm like, holy shit. So I'm in there and um, there was another guy in there. He was like, how you doing? You know, I was the only one in jungle gyms with the suit on. So, you know, you got to say something to me. And he's like, how you doing? I'm like, I'm good. How you doing? And he's like, I'm here. So, you know how I'm doing. You know, talking about the cigar shop. So I was like, yeah, I do. And um, so I buy, you know, buy a little, not not no cheapies, but some mid-grade level cigars. And I was geeked up to get those, man. I'm still thinking about that cake. I didn't get enough cake, man. I had one little slice and a sugar cookie, a big sugar, two big sugar cookies. But that fucking cake, man, that's, ah, I regret not getting more cake, man. Something about a fucking wedding cake really, really drags on a man. But yeah, so I get the cigars and it's fucking funny because right when I get back up in there, I'm like, um, you know, I'm like, hey, bro, I'm about to go smoke a cigar and and like, let's go out on the patio. And so I go out there and, and the wedding party's out there and they're like, oh, we're actually about to smoke cigars right now, too. And I'm just like, What? That was like perfect timing, like everything was in sync. And um, I bought my own. I think everyone else had their cigars provided, but like whatever. I got the smoke with the folks. Uh, the bur- the uh, wedding boy was out there having a cigar. It was fucking nice. I, uh, you know, I think, I don't think anyone finished their cigar. It was kind of like you smoked half and it's like, all right. Well, that took like a half hour. Let's uh, let's go back inside. Yeah, you got to be, you know, cigars are fun as fuck to smoke, but you, once you're smoking them, you're like, oh, well, you got to be patient. Or you got to like be playing cards, like have a deck of cards, or you got to be doing something while you're smoking. Otherwise, you're just sitting there smoking. And a lot of te- people don't respect cigar smoke in the building. You know what I mean? In the building. In the building. They don't respect it, you know. Even places that accept cigarettes, smokers, 
uh, they're just like, uh, you can't smoke cigars in here. People don't like that smell. Um, one being the strip club. You know, I've been harassed a couple times for smoking cigars at a strip club. And I'm just like, cigars smell better than cigarettes, bro. What the fuck are you... Like, literally everyone around me at the club was like, what is she talking about, dude? Like, cigars, they smell way better than shitty cigarettes. I'm just like, whatever. Still smoked it anyway, whatever. Old lady, fucking meth mouth, gonna tell me I can't smoke a cigar. Um, You can't smoke any more meth. You don't have any more teeth. Sorry. I mean, I'm just being honest here. I can see you don't have teeth. And you're doing that weird fucking meth lip thing with your mouth. So it's like you lead me to believe. All the clues are there. You clearly have done some drugs in your life. It's just the truth. Where was I at, man? Just thinking about that cake, but I think I'm going to jump topics to that meth mouth whole type of vibe. And more importantly, the fact that when you're telling the truth, people get upset because they're like, oh, you're talking shit. And, you know, it's just like, no, I'm literally telling the truth, quite literally. And, you know, people get upset at the truth until they realize, oh, shit, he's right. And I'm not fucking God. I'm not perfect either. I fuck up a billion times over. But it's like, bro, if you're doing the fucking gum thing with your mouth and you don't have teeth, you probably done some drugs. If you, uh, you know, if your girlfriend smells like fucking cheese, you know, when you take off her panties, she probably been around. That's all I'm saying. Uh, that was a that wasn't like the best metaphor to put it, but I put it there. You can't take it back once you put it there, so fuck it. And uh the wedding was dope. Um what the hell else? I uh, believe that oh yeah, dude. I'm more just like I'm uh I'm more just like focused on me now. Um trying to eat good. I actually probably after this I'm gonna come up with like a meal plan. Of just like, cause I don't I don't know what to eat on the daily, and I gotta do some uh, gotta do some soul searching. No, I gotta go to the grocery store and buy like solid shit, and uh, just figure it out. So meal planning, meal prep, not even prep, just like having the having the proper foods in the house where you can just be like, oh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go grab that. Like, uh, let's say you have one of those um. Like RX bars that are that are peanut butter and and what else are they? They you know it'll tell you the ingredients on the front: three egg whites, fourteen peanuts, two dates. I don't know what that is. I don't know what dates are. And at the bottom it says no BS, meaning no bull shit. And they got twelve grams of protein. So I've been fucking with the RX bar for a minute. Uh, way better than the Cliff Bar, I'd have to say. And uh, kind of looks like a turd, but is uh, some of them are juicy and some of them are dry. I think this one is a little juicy, so that's good. But uh, working on that, like eating good. And then also like, bro, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I'm not trying to get a little muscle. I'm trying to get jacked, bro. I got people at my job, you know, and they're not much bigger than me. Did I already talk about this? I don't think I did. You know, I work at a box company, right? We lift boxes, heavy boxes, you know, anywhere from 50 to 140 pounds, give or take. And uh, so that's good on you. You know that. That's almost like um, lifting weights for a few hours a day, and uh, but anyways, one of the the other young kids that works there, he's just like, um, I just like to fuck with him, you know. He's cool, and uh, he's uh, he's pr- literally probably my size, my weight even, and you know I just like to be like, oh dude, you're fucking jacked, you know, because we'll talk about going to the gym and stuff. Be like, dude, you're fucking jacked, dude. Like, Jesus Christ. Not being a dick, like, just being funny, you know? 
And that's the way he sees it too. So, you know, so now every day he comes up to me and just like, oh, dude, you're fucking jacked. Dude, are you juicing? And I'm just like, God damn it. Why you got to say this every day? Don't you have something better to come up with? Like, you're literally stealing what I say. Like, come on. Come on. But yeah, um, trying to get jacked, like, obviously it's going to take a lot. And it's not just going to be from eating protein fucking peanut butter bars. But, like, I need to just eat some lean chicken, some fucking, maybe not some red meat, but you know what I'm saying? Just, you got to go hard in the kitchen. And uh, you got to learn how to cook up some shit for yourself. Because, you know, maybe one day you'll, you know, you might have a woman that cooks for you now, but maybe one day you won't. And you'll be on your own. So there's always that. And, uh. Yeah, just trying to get, trying to get some, just trying to get good, man. Uh, more importantly, I'm trying to learn. You know what? Let's just go into a little routine here. Not a routine, but like, I shouldn't have said routine, but. So I rode this lift last night, and um, I got in there with this dude, his actual, I'm not going to say his name, but uh, it's a funny name. You know, it's just one of those African guys who just like, they they work lift. You know, a lot of a lot of lift workers are Indian and African people, which are solid. I prefer Africans because they're better at conversating. But the whole point is, um, I got in the car with this dude and we just hit it off right away. You know, uh, I I brought my skateboard with me, so he he instantly had to be like, "Oh, you're skate. You you're going downtown. You're going skating," and um. We just got into it, man. He was like, just, and instantly, like, when I got in the car, I was like, yeah, my buddy just got married. I'm, I'm still trying to turn up. And he's like, I feel it, man. I feel it. And uh, he was like, you married? Like, he asked me, and I was just like, am I married? And I had to sit there and think for a second. And I'm just like, no, I'm not. I'm actually not. I didn't think about it. But um, I was like, and actually, I was like, no way. I was like, dude. I'm not fucking married, not for a little while, and uh, he was like, uh, he was like, yeah, man, I'm getting older, it's, I think it's time to get married, and I was just like, but why though, you know, do you really need to get married, like, yeah, and, and I might not understand it, because I am nowhere near it, but I see it from a point of view of like, okay, now you're just legally partners and your money is now her money and I think maybe her money is yours. You know, I don't know. Maybe I think it's just a one way with the man and the woman. Uh, you know, the man doesn't get much out of it. I'm joking. Totally joking. But like, so me and this guy, we get into it and we just, you know, I take him on a trip, man, because I've been reading some solid books. So I got some knowledge and um, <clears throat> I was just like, uh, you know, where where did we begin? I just, I remember the whole conversation, you know, it goes into, we started talking about money, talking about how billionaires get divorced, you know, Bezos, Bill Gates, uh, Dr. Dre, and Kanye get divorced, and then they owe their woman all this money, and uh, I was like, yeah, it's fucked up, but I don't think... Uh, I don't think Bezos really gives a fuck because he's just going to make it right back, even though he he gave the most money out to his wife. But um, we talked about Bill Gates, and he was like, yeah, I respect Bill Gates. Uh, he's giving money to people in Africa and for disease and diseases. And um, he said when Bill Gates dies, he's given like 90% of his money to charity. And I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know. But... um. I was like, yeah, Bill Gates is getting a lot of heat right now. And it's mostly due to the whole, like, vaccine thing. And he's like, yeah, man, the vaccine thing's so stupid. Uh, We've been getting the flu shot forever. You know, people are worried they're trying to kill us. And if they were really trying to kill us, they they could do it. They wouldn't need to do it in the form of a vaccine. They could put it in our water. They could put it in our food. I'm just like, yeah, dude, you're 100% right. 
So we were talking about that, and I'm just like, yeah, I think it's just like the 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 way the media is is portrayed today. You know, it's very dishonest, and you see a lot of a lot of se- a lot of bad news more than good news because well, why is that? I mean, the good news doesn't sell as well as the bad news, and so we go off on the whole media like the the TV channels and then the social media. And he's like, dude, we're just like, <clears throat> we, we came to a conclusion. We're just like, you just need to get the fuck off of there and, and live your life. Um, because I kept telling him like, yeah, dude, that shit's not real. You know, you turn off the phone, you turn off the TV, and that shit's not real. People in real life are nice. And, um, and... Um, and I was like, yeah, sometimes it's hard to avoid because, you know, you turn on the TV and you just get hit in the face with that shit. But, and so we just kept talking and then he goes into like the whole skateboarding thing. He's like, yeah, man, you skateboard. That's good. You got, you got that hobby. You can, you can focus on one thing. He's like, when you're on that board, you only have one focus, right? And I'm like, hell yeah. And that's not falling off (laughs) and not getting hurt. He's like, yeah, he's like, I see skaters all the time on these videos, and they're just, like, so focused and in tune with nothing around them matters but that board, man. And I was just like, that's a fucking metaphor for life, dude. And, you know, he tells me, we start talking about money, investing. I was like, yeah, want to want to get more into investing, you know. And he's like, there's three ways you invest. The stock market, um, the housing market. And he said something else. I can't remember it, but it wasn't like crazy important, um, but probably something along the lines of collecting assets, maybe. But yeah, and uh, when we finally got closer to my destination, man, he was like, yeah, you know, a lot of young people like you, you can't sit down and have a good conversation with them. And I was like, yeah, that's that's true. And he's like, yeah, man, you're a really good dude. You can... uh can really articulate yourself really well and I'm just like yeah I can it's kind of what I do here uh didn't say that but you know thought it I thought it but I was like yeah man you can't really have good conversations with people nowadays uh at least deep ones well where I come from it's not hard to find a, a deep conversation just you know that's just how it is but um I was like yeah even with women man you um uh, it's hard to they're just in a whole different world, and, you know, this was getting near the end of the ride, but he was pretty much saying, like, yeah, uh, women are entitled, but it's our fault, you know, we did it to them, we flew them out on a private jet when they had no money, because they were hot, because we saw them on Instagram and thought, oh, I want to bring that out, we flew her out, now she's got that in her mind, where she's not going to hit up a little man and be like, trying to get with a little man who has no money. She wants that fucking rapper or that celebrity who, who's just flying her out in private jets or whatever. And that's like a weird example, but it's sort of like a metaphor. And he was like, uh, what else? One, one last final thing. He was like, there's too much simping going on. The second I heard that, I was like, bro, I'm on your fucking wave right this second. He was like, there's a whole lot of fucking simping going on. You know, this African man, he was like just spilling the fucking truth, man. And I was like, you're goddamn right, man. Guys out here blowing checks on women that they don't even know. Out here fucking falling in love with women that they don't even know. And that's real shit, man. And I tipped that man $2 because, bro, that was a... You know, I've had some deep uh, Uber rides, but that was the deepest. And I'm also going to say that was Lyft. Lyft. I've been fucking with Uber for a while, but I always have the deepest conversations with Lyft drivers. They're just like way more chill, man. Thought I'd have to put that out there. But yeah. <clears throat> that, was, that, was, that was sick, man. Uh, right now, I'm just like working on, on projects taking care of myself and getting getting my shit on track so the train can start rolling, you know. The tracks are a little uh, bent up. You know, if the train were to come through right now, 
it wouldn't be pretty. So you got to fix the tracks first. So then the train can pull in the station. You know what I'm saying? And that's real shit, man. I believe that's everything. Shout out to John Core for getting married. Shout out to fucking protein bars and fuck cliff bars. Fuck cliff bars, man. Um, yeah, everybody. I respect them. If you listen to the podcast, I love you. I'll <laughs> I'll marry you right here. Get, I'll get on one knee for you. And um, just working on different projects, man. I think some clothing might be in the works. I don't know yet. Might be working on some clothing. I, I got to get some designs out there. But that's a little too much info. I'm going to fuck with y'all later. All right. Thanks for sticking around. Peace.